Australian Kiralee Smith is a passionate wife and mother who challenges Australia's political leaders to protect children, parents' rights, women's spaces and services, sport, military and education from radical gender ideology. In 2019, Kiralee formed Binary Australia, which you may have heard of. You may even receive their email newsletters. She says, quote, I want to be able to look my children in the eye and say I did everything I could to protect them. Truth matters and it is worth fighting for, end quote. But it has all come at a cost, a huge cost, and as we will soon find out. But of course it raises the question, will you and I also accept the cost of speaking up for truth in a culture that wants to cancel it? Let's meet Kiralee and hear her story. Well, joining me on McBlog is Curly Smith, and she is from Binary. She's a good friend. We've uh, had a bit to do with each other over a number of uh, conferences recently. Uh, Curly, I really wanted to introduce you to New Zealand because I think your story is both fascinating, but it's also deeply disturbing. So uh, firstly, some New Zealanders will have heard of Binary. Can you just tell us a little bit about your organisation? Yeah, look, we were born out of the ashes of the marriage alliance and uh, basically we exist to deal with the fallout um, of gender ideology. So we are all about women and girls, uh, sex-based rights, child protection and safeguarding and parental rights. So they're the three main areas. We campaign, we lobby governments, we raise awareness and uh, we support people going through or who are the victims of gender ideology uh, in Australia. Okay, and your organisation has grown at great rates simply because this is such a hot topic issue, eh? Uh, look, it's it's quite scary, but yes, we're up to over 100,000 email subscribers now and uh, it just wow. keeps growing all the time. Okay, so you've been getting yourself into trouble and not because uh, you've been speaking up publicly on this issue, but because you've been speaking up publicly on, on a particular issue. Tell us, uh, look, take us back to day one. How did, I mean, I, I find this quite unique because, as you know, I am a soccer referee here in New Zealand. So uh, normally you get a yellow card for being naughty on the field. Uh, you were being naughty elsewhere. Tell us what happened. Oh, I don't think it was being naughty, but we'll <laughs> see if the courts agree. Uh, basically, I can't give too many details, obviously, um, but next week I go for the first hearing. Uh, so there's two separate male athletes that uh, have taken some action against me. Both of them have applied for an apprehension of violence order, uh, which is just extraordinary uh, because I have identified them as males in female sporting teams. And uh, it's extraordinary that they would think that the AVOs in Australia are a reasonable use uh, to silence political speech and opinion and facts. Uh, so the first one of those hearings happens next Monday and then the other one in October. And then I'm also um, being hauled before a tribunal for vilification because I misgendered, misgendered these male soccer players by calling them male because they're male so uh using the wrong pronouns according to them and uh again they've said that that is vilification and incitement to hate which uh it's it's absolutely ludicrous it's not reality uh i do not hate them i do not want to vilify them i do not want to cause any ill or uh, violence towards them but i think that women that everyone in australia in the western world has the right to freedom of speech to speak the truth uh to not be compelled to lie 
And uh, to have this very uh, necessary discussion, particularly around the protection of women and girls when it comes to sport. Okay, so now you mentioned uh, a term before that some people may not have known what you were referring to. Uh, you said AVO. That's a what? Anti-violence apprehension. Order? Yeah, oh. apprehension of violence order. And the and the accusation of violence is based on the fact that you what said that you yelled out on the side of a soccer pitch. Hey, you're a dude. Get off the girls' soccer team. No, I wasn't even there. I've never met these people. Um, and my tweets were never directed at these people. It was uh, a political uh, conversation and speech uh, to raise awareness for the Australian public that there are males in female teams mm. and that uh, we ought to be able to have that conversation. And we also lobbied Football Australia, Football New South Wales and Mid-Coast Football uh, with lots of emails and uh, phone calls to ask them what their transgender policy was and that we would like to make complaints and that we would like to have a discussion. And so from the top down, none of those uh, associations or organisations were interested in having that conversation with us. And now these two players, uh, like I said, never met them, uh, wish them well. Yeah. Uh, no harm whatsoever, but uh, they were two examples that we knew of. We know of many more as well, but uh, let's just get through these two first. So two biological dudes who want to play in the girls' soccer team. I mean, you, they are held... playing. They are playing. Not want to. They are playing in and the wins. What age are we talking about? Uh, adults. Um, and, you know, and one's at a local level, the other's at a first grade level. And when you say uh, you tweeted about it, I mean, you just raised the issue. Um, so you weren't even interacting with the, the um I didn't know. I, I haven't. I didn't know. Um, I actually haven't written their no. names or anything like that, but I've uh, reposted a photo of one of them that was from a public page and the yeah. other I took the information from Football New South Wales and posted it on my page. And you've hurt their feelings? Apparently. And you had a visit from the police to your home to arrest you? Uh, well, they didn't arrest me. That was to issue the paperwork, that uh, the mm. summons that I have to appear in court. So um, two police officers came to mm. my home after one had called me to warn me. Uh, I haven't spoken much about this one, but <laughs> yeah, I did get, I, I got a warning about a month before. He said, just ringing to warn you that we might be charging you. And I was like, yeah. with what? And uh, he said, we don't know. We're still trying to figure that out. And then two police officers came to my home, issued me with paperwork to appear in court to defend myself against these applications for the apprehension of violence. So let's be clear, the violence is about words, not about actions. Mm. Uh, and it's about, yeah, words that they clearly don't like. So worst case scenario, Curly, are you going to be warming yourself for a couple of years? I hope not. Uh, look, at this stage, that would be a, a bit... Uh, uh, yeah, mm. it's not going to happen at this point. But mm. look, um, with the AVOs, we uh, we are fairly confident that uh, my behaviour has not reached mm. the standard for violence, and we will be arguing that. And uh, you know, if anything, it's um, there's a few restrictions on me, but it is the principle of the matter. But mm. we will uh, appeal if if yeah. we lose that one. But the vilification charges are quite different. Um, the it's before what's called NCAT, the New South Wales Civil and Administrative Tribunal. Right. Not even real, you know, judges, if I'm allowed to say that. Um, and uh, the 
I haven't uh, we haven't been notified yet of what sort of damages they're going for, but I believe in New South Wales they can ask for up to a hundred thousand dollars that wow. I could be fined. So uh, obviously we will be rigor rigorously uh, yeah. defending that. And uh, yeah, it it, it just I, I keep saying to everyone I have a sore neck from shaking my yeah. head. I'm quite bewildered. Well, same. Uh, and look, let me guess. Uh, you have to pay for your own legal fees, but the other side are being government funded? Yes, correct. Oh, how surprising. Yeah, shocking. And, and look, we've uh, interviewed Lyle Shelton, who just recently won his case where he, uh, you know, blogged that drag queens were unsuitable entertainment for young children. Has that case set a good precedent, do you think, for your case? Look, there's some parts of it. I don't know if you've heard, though, um, hot off the press, that the drag queens are uh, have issued an appeal. So mm. that 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 matter is not finished by a long shot. Unbelievable. Um, you know, but the, I read the decision, and I think that the judge made a, a, a really accurate and well considered decision in that case, yes. um, because again, it was political freedom uh, of speech in in Lyle's issue he was talking about role models in particular and was very specific in his language and it was a good decision so I hope the appeal fails uh, but it's very stressful for Lyle and his family to know that this is an ongoing matter. How much do you have to raise? Personally. Look, how long's a piece of string? I don't, we don't know mm. at this stage, but um, well over a hundred thousand dollars for the mm. four matters. Uh, that's if they were all done and dusted in the first hearing, which is very unlikely. So and, this... and your crowdfunding, correct, correct, okay. uh, well, through I'll, our I'll... website. Okay, I'll put the uh, link to your website so uh, if people want to respond, they can. Look, Thank just Curly, Curly, uh, just finally, um, what effect does this have on you personally, for your family, for your kids, for your husband? I mean, it must be pretty nerve wracking. Yeah, look, it is. Um, my, my stomach churns a lot of the time. Um, my family is 100% supportive. They are absolutely incredible. My husband yeah. and my three children and my foster children and their partners, uh, we're all in this and we're all prepared to see it all the way through because this is a yeah. very important issue uh, for women's rights, child protection and safeguarding mm. um, and parental rights. So we're 100% yeah. committed. But yeah, look, sleep is lost. Uh, it's a very difficult time and, uh, it, it, like I said, it's bewildering, it's mind-boggling, it's very difficult to come to terms with. Knowing that um, a judge in New South Wales recently wrote a decision about a man who exposed his, himself to a child in a change public change room and the judge's decision was about her penis. So, uh, you know, it doesn't give you a lot of confidence in the system, but um, I'm confident that I'm, I've done the right thing uh, that I don't need to apologise for anything and that this is a very important conversation that we all need to have. Okay, well, we wish you all the best for next week. We uh, will get an update and um, look, I just say society and culture is in a major spot of trouble and confusion when we can't simply speak biological truth. And I'm sorry you're paying the cost and Lyle has paid the cost, but hopefully we can all lock arms together and uh, give you the support you need. So nice to talk to you. Uh, now Kiwis have no excuse for not knowing who you are. We encourage them to um, get involved with Binary as well. Great organisation. Thanks for your time, Carolee. Thanks for having me, Bob.